Welcome to the Coastal Community Church Midweek Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Shayla McCormick, and I will be your host. My husband, TJ, and I are the lead pastors of Coastal Community Church, a place where everyone's welcome because nobody's perfect and anything is possible. In this podcast, our goal is to bring the weekend message to life and to share stories that help you along in your faith journey. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Coastal Midweek Podcast. So glad that you guys are tuning in here with us as we kind of unpack the weekend message. Hey, if you guys have been enjoying the podcast, make sure and hit that subscribe button. Give us a rating or review. We'd love to hear what you guys think about the podcast and what you like about it. Well, we're going to dive in this week. We've been in a series all about spiritual warfare and the armor of God. And I have TJ back here hanging out with me to talk about this last week's message, which was a little bit of a gut puncher. Was it a gut puncher? I think so for, for a lot of people in a, in a good way. Okay. So last time I checked, gut punches aren't ever really in a good way. True. True. But Okay. It was, I have no idea what, okay. what the proper terminology would it would be. Anyways, okay, we talked about the belt of truth. And one of the things I love is when you use visuals, because yeah. I think visuals really drive home like what we're what we're actually talking about. And you you brought out a bunch of different types of belts that represent different things in life, the Gucci belt, you know, like status and yeah. the UFC heavyweight champion belt. Which was awesome. Which Thank was, you, I picked, Vitor. I picked that thing up and it was so heavy. I did not expect. Yeah, it was like solid gold and like diamonds and crazy. other precious metals. But you know what? A lot of us wear our accomplishments or are defined by yeah. our accomplishments. And I think that's so much what, what that symbolized. Or we symbolize, you know, you had the like country belt buckle and yeah. that, you know, a lot of us define ourselves by patriotism or you know, what we identify yes, kind of with, with and other people against. and again, yep. And we're, we allow those things to kind of guide our life. And you brought it back to the armor of God yeah, and what the belt of truth really, really stands for and really means. And one of the questions that I have for you that has kind of just been rolling around a little bit is how do you think practically we can allow the truth of, of God's word, the truth of what God says, how do we practically live that out in our everyday life? Uh, I mean, I think it starts with discipline. Mm -hmm. You know, it starts with uh, you actually to know, to actually live out God's word. You have to know God's word. Yes. And to know God's word, you have to spend time in God's word. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so it starts with devotions. It's, yeah. It starts with scripture engagement. Mm -hmm. Um memorization, you know, we give out devotionals. We do yeah. all of these things to try to help people to engage in the truth of God's mm -hmm. word so they, they can wrap that around in their life. In fact, David, who the Bible says was a man after God's own heart, said, your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. And yeah. so I think the way that we wear the belt of truth is we continually hide God's word in our heart. Mm -hmm. and, and so when things happen, you know, it, it goes back to whatever's in you when you get squeezed, it's going to mm -hmm. come out. Yeah. And so if, if you know, you're about status and all of a sudden you get squeezed in life and status is gone, what's mm -hmm. going to come out? 
Like you're going to be, you're going to be lost if, if well, you're about accomplishment and all of a sudden mm-hmm. you stop accomplishing, mm-hmm. you're going to be lost. And so well, if you, if you think about those things too, that so many times define our life, whether it's accomplishments or um, success or status, a lot of times we've worked really hard to build those areas of our life. Yeah. We put a lot of focus and attention and energy into those things. And that kind of shapes, yeah. you know, that belt that we're wearing but so many of us lack the time and the energy and the attention in God's word. Yeah. And so therefore, when we do face things, our armor is clanking around and yeah. whatever, because we don't have this stability because we don't know it. That's right. And I think we we lack that discipline. Yeah. And everybody everybody says, Well, I don't I don't have time for that. And that's interesting because you make time for what's important for right. you. Um, you know, I I we were talking somebody had asked to talk to somebody that is a friend of mine early this morning. You're like, hey, can you connect this person yeah. with them? So, you know, it's that's at six something this morning. I'm, I'm texting with him at seven because I know he's already up. He's about, right. he's highly successful. He's like already into his day. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, the reason he's highly successful is because he's already up <laughs> accomplishing yeah. at this time. He's, he's somebody that's constantly improving in every aspect of life. Mm-hmm. And and I think about that, and here's a guy that that makes time for the things that are important in life. Yeah. And I've just found that if you want to be successful in something, you have to make time for what's important. Mm-hmm. Uh, you wake up every morning at 5.30 so you can yep. spend time in God's Word. Yes. So you can drink a cup of coffee yep. before you have to go to the gym. Yep. Uh, because you know that if you don't do it at that time, it'll never get done in exactly. the day. Um, and so those are the things I think that in life we have to create mm-hmm. these moments where we make God's word yeah. uh, a priority and a significant part where we will sacrifice for it because it will build, it's what we're going to build our life on. Yeah. And if we're missing that truth, then we'll just believe whatever thing is being put out there mm-hmm. in the world. When when we allow that that truth, like you brought out the weight belt, yeah, and you talk about how you talked about how that weight belt it stabilizes our core, that's right, and it strengthens all those areas of our life. And before the podcast, we were talking about this verse in Proverbs, Proverbs three. It says, "My son, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commands." And then it says this: "For length of days and long life and peace, they will add to you." And I think. When we put on all of these other belts, whether it's success or accomplishments, they're like we're working to try to get that that peace and the longevity and all of those things. But all it leads us to is I need more success, I need more accomplishments, yeah. I need more. But what the Bible does in, in in allowing God's word to transform our hearts brings that stability that that we need. Yeah. It helps us carry the load of life. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and Many of us know that life can be really heavy at times. It can be overwhelming at times. Yeah. And here's what I know. Traditionally, when when you're overwhelmed and things are heavy, mm-hmm. you've been trying to carry things on your own. Yep. It You've put other belts on to try to stabilize your True. life instead of the, the belt of truth because the Bible says that, that Jesus says, come to me, all of you who are weary, heavy laden. Yeah. And here's what I'll do. I'll, I'll give you rest. Well, how do you get rest? If, if your core's worn out, you strap something around you that gives you strength. Mm, so good. So just a funny little story break real quick. I was, I was working out the other day and there was a group of ladies from church that 
that was there. And one of them was like, Shayla, I have to tell you something. The day before church, I was online looking at the $600 Gucci belt. (laughs) She's like, then I thought to myself, this costs more than my outfit. And I'm not even going to wear it every day. (laughs) And then you're talking about Gucci belts the next day. It was just, it was, she's like, I didn't get it. (laughs) Well, it, 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 you know, we, we reside in Parkland and it's like everybody and their mom has a Gucci belt on. Yeah. It's like, oh. When you want to fit in. You do. You want to, you want to be like everybody else, but that the Bible tells us that we're not, we might be in this world, but we're not of this Mm -hmm. world. And and sometimes we get our priorities mistaken because yeah. we're looking at what everybody else looks at mm-hmm. as significance and success yeah. and and life, but really, those are just things that they're trying to fill the emptiness of their life mm-hmm. with. When and if if we're real, I think what we see happening in the life of our church and in conversations with so many people is people want truth. Yeah. They want to know what is right, what is wrong. What you know, like people are hungry for that. They don't we don't want the the wishy-washy, I don't know, this news station says this, this one says that. People want to know what to believe. Yeah. People are like just tell me what I need to do. Yes. Exactly. So I mean then doing is doing a, is it a is very totally different, different story. But, but they they want to know what the truth is. Yes. That doesn't mean they're necessarily going to take that truth mm-hmm. and apply it to their life. Mm-hmm. And, and then they wonder why things are not going well. That's, that's a totally different conversation, yeah. but knowing the truth and actually applying the truth mm-hmm. are totally different. And I think that that's, that's where the whole putting it on. Yes. I think a lot of us know truth and it's hanging up in our closet because mm. mm. yeah. it isn't as stylish. Yeah. It isn't as uh it isn't as gaudy or attractive Mm -hmm. as, as truth is like that. The belt, the, the weightlifting belt isn't as cool. Right. It's only really cool in the gym, but it strengthens you, but it strengthens you. It helps build your strength. All the other belts, they look cool out in this world, Mm -hmm. but they're Mm -hmm. not going to give you what you actually need in life. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the difference. So it's not just knowing the truth but it's applying the truth. So mm-hmm. you can know the truth. Mm-hmm. It's when you apply the truth that it actually brings freedom to your life. Yeah. And sometimes, honestly, the application of truth is a little bit, is a little bit scary. It is. At times, because there's people that disagree. There's, you know, moments where you're going to have to kind of stand up for what you believe and tell the truth, even in, you know, difficult moments. So how, how do you, we were talking about how do you live out the truth? And the first part is you have to know the truth. You yeah. have to get into God's word. What are some other ways that we can live that out? Maybe in the face of, you know, coming up against culture or. Well, you have to know what you believe and stand for what yeah. you believe. Yeah. You know, that, what is the old saying? If you don't stand, stand for, for something, something, you'll, you'll fall, fall for, for everything. Anything. And and that's the reality. So you have to make a stand of, I believe what God says. Yeah. I trust what God says. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If you notice one thing about our culture today is it's changing every day. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I want something that's consistent. Yeah. You know, we here's what I've realized in life. Everybody, everybody loves 
passion or another way to say it would be tenacity. Yeah. Um, Which you have a lot of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but it, but it, it, it's attractive. Yes. But you know, what actually makes a difference is consistency. And here's what I found is that people that are tenacious or, or very vocal, mm -hmm. like it doesn't last very long. Yeah. Yeah. The people that I'm attracted to the most are the people that I see consistently living in a certain way, Correct. living by conviction and walking that out. Yeah. And most of the time living by conviction and living by truth doesn't mean you're a jerk. No, not you at know? all. And I think a lot of people think that like, well, if I'm, if I'm truthful, then I have to be this, you know, like headstrong in your face when, when that's not really the case. Not at all. I, in fact, I would say, um, if you're really in, and we've, we talk about this a lot, mm -hmm. if you're really being truthful, there, there's a grace and a kindness that yep. goes with truth. Yep. Um, you know, I think you could, you could probably read further in yeah, your that, verse there. That, that Proverbs three verse, after it talks about how, when you put, you know, when you keep God's word in your heart and it will add length to your days and peace to you, then it goes on to say this, let not mercy and truth forsake you. And it says, bind them around your neck and write them on the tablets of your heart. And what's what was so interesting to me is when he's writing this, he pairs mercy and truth, which are so polar opposite. Because you have you have But are they? I think I think in our day and age, mm -hmm. we've made it different. Yep. But what I found is that when I'm truthful with people, I'm I'm actually it, it is a form of mercy. Mm -hmm. It's like, man, I, I want you like I don't want you to go down this wrong yes. path anymore. Yes, it's not like you're an idiot. You're going no, mm -hmm. no. It's like, man, mm -hmm. I see the the path you're headed on it, and it's destructive. Yep, man. Yep. And if I could just guide you a little bit this way, mm -hmm. it will save your life. Mm -hmm. I think that truth really is is actually full of mercy. I think yep. that we because of our politicized culture, because yes. of our, our, uh, we've made it. We, well, everything where you're, if, if I'm for something, that means I'm against something yeah, else. Yeah, which is so horrible. No, it, it's, it's, I can disagree and love you. Yes. And I wish our oh. culture would realize yeah. that. Like, just because I don't agree with what you're saying doesn't mean I hate you. Correct. You know, and, and I think John Maxwell has said this, you know, over the years, I don't care how much you know until I know how much you care. Yeah. You know, and I think that's the balance of of mercy and truth too. It's like I'm I love you and you know that I love you and so you're going to receive this truth a little bit differently because Yeah. Well, it's that. also every time we we've got to spend some time with Dr. Maxwell and yeah. and every time he says something hard, he'll stop and he'll go, "Hey, I'm John. I'm your friend." Yes. Yeah. And, and, and I, think, I love you. And I love you. Uh -huh. And the reason he says that is because he knows like, hey, I just gave you truth. But I also want you to know, man, I'm your friend. Yes. Because I'm your friend, I'm telling you the truth. Yeah. And because I love you, I'm telling you the truth. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it's, he he understands and he embraces Proverbs mm -hmm. chapter three, one through Yeah. Four. Well, what's interesting about that verse too, is there's like this external piece and this internal piece. Yeah. It says, bind them around your neck, but write them on the tablets of your heart. You know, I think it's first starts with this internal conviction yeah. that begins to, to display in how we live our life, yeah. which is why we're attracted to those people that live by conviction, yeah. but do it in a loving, kind way. Yeah. Because 
goes back to what you talked about this weekend. What, what did we give everybody as they walked out as WWJD. a WWJD. A WWJD brace. I've seen so many people posting it now. Oh, I like, love it. I love it. Keep posting. Yes, because... I mean, it is true. If we if we will walk through our life and we will ask ourselves in those moments when we're faced with somebody that we disagree with yeah. or somebody that, you know, comes up against us and, and we have a... Um, I, it, I, I think it is that, but I also think it's 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 like the Charles Spurgeon quote that I gave this yeah, weekend. right and it's almost right. Right and almost right. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's really where we need truth more than ever today. True. Because there's a lot of things that sound good, yeah, and they sound like they're right, mm-hmm. and they're 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 kind of like half right, mm-hmm. but they're also half wrong. And it's yeah. knowing the difference between what's really right and what's wrong. That I, I love. If you were to continue on that in verses five and six mm-hmm. in Proverbs, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your yep. own understanding. Yep. In all your ways, acknowledge Him. Hence, WWJD. Yes. And what will happen is He will direct your path. That yep. is the goal for all of us: is that yep. God would be directing our path. Which means we can't lean on what we know and what we think. We have to lean on what who God is and who He says and mm-hmm. how we should live mm-hmm. and what we should do. And that's that's so diabolically different than our natural inclination and instinct. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think in our day and age and culture, just like you were talking about um, this weekend and this generation that's coming up, you know, is struggling to to find that balance. I talked to a parent as they were walking out of church saying, you know, my daughter and her, some of her friends are, are struggling with this concept of maybe purity, Yeah, you know, and how maybe I've made a mistake in my purity. I had sex before I was married and, you know, whatever will, I ask God to forgive me, but now that I've done it once, then, you know, I've already screwed up. So why not just keep going? And and it's just like, there's this, this, this balance of right and almost right. And, yeah. and, you know, how we need to live our lives. But that's where, that's where you, you've got to go to God's word and go, exactly. you know what the Bible says that when we ask for forgiveness, yep. it's as far as the East is from the West and he doesn't remember it. He doesn't remember it. So, and so he, you are we, pure again, you're pure again in, in his sight. And yep. so, because you're pure again, like you have purity. Exactly. And yep. so you can't, you can't look at the oh, world. I've messed thing. it up before. So, so it doesn't matter, mm-hmm. you know, and and there's something about that going like, you know what? I've been made new. Yes. And I'm going to live by my convictions and, and the truth of, of God's word and what he says. Yeah. Um, do you have any final thoughts for everybody on how to, how to live this out in I, life? I mean, it, it really does. I think the simplest, easiest, the, the two things are getting God's word. Mm-hmm. Know it, memorize it, spend time in it, saturate your mind. Yep. You know, think about all the things that you're putting in your mind, like yeah. this, this, and then the WWJD. When you're faced yeah. with a decision, ask yourself what what would Jesus do in this situation? And if you don't know, go to His Word. Mm-hmm. And I I know we talk about getting in God's Word a lot, like every single week, but yeah. it is so vital to the peace and the joy and the longevity of life relationships, all, all of those things. And so we probably will never stop talking about it. No, no, no. Because that's it's, the truth that defines our life. It's it's the it's the foundation. Yep. You know, it's it's what everything else is built upon. And everybody is a lot of people are building it on the accomplishments and success yeah. and, and and all of those things. And that's shifting sand. That's right. It is ever changing and it is not solid or secure. Yeah. 
like God's word. Okay. So on social media, we posted, sorry, I'm switching gears real fast here. Real fast. Um, We had posted questions that maybe people wanted to ask us that we could answer on the podcast. And so I'm just going to start with, with Josh's question, because I thought it was a really good question. Okay. He said, if you could spend two hours with any significant historical figures, figure that has lived within the last a hundred years, what would it be and why? Who would it be and why? Um, Smith Wigglesworth. Yep. An old revival. An old, an old revivalist, um, who, who did some of the most, there's some of the most incredible, incredible, uh, miracles. Um, he was pretty extreme, pretty extreme filled with faith. Uh, if you don't know his story, he was, he was a plumber, uh, could not even read Mm. and, uh, found Christ. Um, and God miraculously, the only book he could ever read was the Bible. Wow. And, um, I mean, there, there are incredible stories of, of, you know, raising people from the dead. I mean, huge revivals that broke out all Mm -hmm. throughout England and, and in Wales, just because of his life. Um, So what would you, what would you talk about with him? Like, just ask him how he had that kind of faith. I would, I would talk a lot about faith. I would talk about the journey Mm -hmm. um, because everybody sees the outcomes, but I want to know the process that it took you there, that Mm -hmm. took you there. And so I I would ask a lot of those, those kinds of questions just because I'm, I've always been intrigued by his life. Mm -hmm. He's somebody that I've read a lot of books on. Mm -hmm. They, they consider him a general in the, in in the faith Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, extreme stories like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you don't have, people can go and read about yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's like one of them there, there was a, there was a baby that was in a casket that was dead. He felt like God told him to go up and take the baby out of the casket and punt it. Oh. Like how much faith do you have to have? Oh my gosh. I, and, I don't know if I could. And he went up there and kicked the baby and the baby came back to life. Oh my gosh. Like. Yeah, like, like what, how do you have that kind of faith? Smith? I mean, <laughs> like you, that just seems a little ludicrous. Yeah, I mean, so you you hear stories like that, and you just go, like how how close to God do you have to be? Like, I'm pretty <laughs> sure I would not no, do that. No, I mean, I, never. I wish I could say, you know what? I have the faith. Yeah. I have the trust. You yeah. know, I'm gonna. I'm just God. I'm I'm, I'm all in. But I'm like if. Like I've been there with parents, yeah. When they've lost a child, like I'm I, I could I could not fathom. No so there's, you know, and I know that that's a a weird, yeah. a weird one to put out. So yeah. how about you? Who would you? Oh gosh, <sighs> that's a tough one for me. Um, I don't know. I think I'd have to think about it a little bit more. Yeah, this is. It's a really hard one for me to answer. So I have no yeah. answer right now. You know, if there, if I could choose like another person okay. that had a significant you can impact. Take mine. Yeah, I, I would go back and um, I would spend time with Dr. Miles Monroe. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've never read any of his books, they are phenomenal. Unbelievable. He died uh, a in few a years crash. ago in a plane crash. Mm-hmm. Um, but Such an incredible man. From the Bahamas, Bahamas Faith Ministries, 
unbelievable teacher, yeah, wisdom like mm -hmm. never before. And uh, when I was a when I was young, he used to, he used to come to our church and mm -hmm. speak a lot. But then uh, I was part of a an organization called Team Mania, and we do this huge youth events. He sat on the board of that organization, mm -hmm. and, and I got to to host him one time, and and he just spoke things over my life before before anything significant happened in my life yeah. about my future. Yeah. Um, and, and I'll never forget those moments. And I think those, some of those things are so good to remember those people that have impacted us and how they've impacted us and to be able to also do that for other people. Yeah. You know, we forget, I think the power of our influence or the power of our words Yeah. and just stories like that just remind me like, I want to be generous in those things. Yeah, it's funny. We used to, when we were, uh, we were just just friends. Yeah, uh, we used, <laughs> we used to talk about like Miles. We like, talk about his books. Mm -hmm. We get on the phone. I yep. lived in Texas. Yeah, you I lived in, in Bradenton, mm -hmm. and uh, we would talk about what we were learning, and yep. we would be reading the same books. Mm -hmm. And yep. So no, he was an incredible man. So if you yep. have a chance, check out some of his books. You. Yep will be blessed by yeah, them for sure. Definitely. Well, I hope you guys have an incredible week. And again, that you're, you're get something great out of this podcast. And we'd love for you guys to hang out with us again here next week.